Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Well, listen, I'm so glad to be with you all. Um, I want to make sure that you are fully equipped, fully equipped with the information that you need. Um, just really quickly, I want to run through some numbers, and these uh, are not slides, but let me just kind of remind you that we are still in this pandemic. It is not over yet. We are still seeing huge, we're in another surge. This is December. We're getting ready to perhaps travel to visit family, but we want to use wisdom because the numbers are increasing. The cases are going up again. Um, stay safe, keep your mask, test. If you even think you've been exposed, test, 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 um, and enjoy your life. We're not telling you to go in your house and close the door and don't talk to anybody, but being aware of what's going on in your community is the first thing you should do as you're making decisions. Um, I have people all call me, text me, messenger me all the time, and they'll say, do you think it's okay if I do this? You think it's okay if I go, I say, okay, here's what you have to do. You have to know what's going on in your community. Because if the numbers in your community are going up, then your risk of being exposed goes up. So you have to know that information to make an informed decision. Um, are you vaccinated? If your response is, no, I'm not vaccinated, I just say to you, reconsider that because you have no protection. Wear your mask, use wisdom, but just know what's going on around you, okay? So I wanna to talk today um, about some questions that I get frequently, particularly from women and young women of childbearing age. And of course, they've heard all the information about will this vaccine interfere with my fertility? Um, is it going to change my genetics or, you know, all of those things that you hear from these sources that just aren't really based on science. So I wanted to speak first to women of childbearing age. And although I'm not going to show you all the statistics, there's a couple of things you need to know. It's certainly to your benefit to be vaccinated before you get pregnant. So if you've got a plan, your family has a plan, you, you all know that you're gonna start working on that, it's crucially important that you, as a woman, be vaccinated. Why is that? Because what we've seen over the last couple of years is that women who get pregnant and they're not vaccinated, they have 70% and they're symptomatic, they have a 70% increased risk of, of just various different bad um, outcomes, I'll put it that, stillbirth, early deliveries. So it's been just a consistent thing that we're seeing where if you are going to get pregnant, go ahead and get vaccinated, get pregnant, and then you have the benefit. Here's the beauty of it. If you get vaccinated before you get pregnant, remember those antibodies that are created when you get vaccinated? Those antibodies are not only available to you, but they're available to your baby. Amen. Yeah, look at God. Look how he does that. So they're available to your baby in utero, so your baby basically is born with some level of protection. Um, and certainly the outcomes are not 
worse if you go ahead and are vaccinated before the pregnancy. Um, so just keep that in mind. And you know, the sad piece about it is there's only 31% of 31% um, of pregnant women are vaccinated. So you know, doctors are just we just know that if that's the case, then we have to be very watchful of the patient during pregnancy. Next slide. And you can, you know, this again is speaking to just a little bit of the science. You know, when people talk about, will this vaccine affect my fertility? Will it change my DNA? Will I end up with children that are malformed? One thing I want you to understand, your DNA, right? Your DNA from basic science, DNA is in the nucleus of your cells, right? The mRNA vaccines, the mRNA doesn't get into your nucleus, so it never gets into the space that has DNA. So, you know, you, you have to just knowing that, that mRNA is not coming anywhere near the DNA, which if something happens to DNA, it does lead to infertility or deformities or so on. Also, the mRNA that you get uh, in the mRNA vaccines, do you know it only stays in your cells for a matter of hours? So it's not just in there and always going to be in there. It's gone after a, while, uh, after a short time frame. Why? Because it's just a blueprint. So when that mRNA gets into your cells, it acts as a blueprint. And pretty quickly, your body begins to produce the mRNA, which is basically going to um, protect you from that spike protein. So yeah, it's just, again, when I talk about just those systems in our body, how our body functions. Wow, God, God loved us to even, I mean, he could have just made us blobs. I mean, he could have just made us just, you know, just a single cell organism, but that is not the case. He has given us so much diversity and, and complexity um, because that's how much he loves us. Next slide. So again, this just reinforces to you that there really are great benefits to young women just getting vaccinated early. If you're over, well, now we're down to five-year-olds getting vac vaccinated, but certainly if you're a youth, 12 and above, go ahead and get vaccinated. It's not going to interfere with your fertility. We don't have any evidence of that. Um, and certainly for older women who get pregnant, you, you want that protection. The other word I'll say to women is, if you're breastfeeding, a good, a good, good, well, she's a daughter to us. She was breastfeeding, and she was really concerned about getting the vaccine. And so, you know, I talked to her and answered some questions. I think the thing that really got her attention was the fact that the same antibodies that are formed in her body were coming through the breast milk to her baby. So her baby was getting protection from the antibodies that were being formed in her body as a result of her vaccination. So she went ahead and got vaccinated. Next slide. The, the next thing I want to talk about, because we hear about variants all the time, correct? Um, and we know that variants are basically the virus that has undergone, it's evolved and undergone changes to the proteins. And, you know, although we have heard about maybe two, uh, alpha, which was the original, Delta, now we're hearing about Omicron, there have been like eight or more variants that have arisen. Why is that? 
And here's another reason why more people must get vaccinated. Viruses aren't stupid. They, number one, they need our body to reproduce. Secondly, they want to survive. So how do they survive? When they find a body that's not protected with vaccine, they're like, go for it. Because they know they can get into that body through the respiratory system and immediately take over our cells. Now tell me that's not the devil. Take over our cells to replicate themselves, right? So they're going to do whatever is necessary to evade anything that might kill them. So when they get into a body that's not vaccinated, they just don't have any, anything keeping them from replicating. And every time they replicate, little um, parts of the protein of the, uh, of, of the uh, spike protein can change. And so that's why you get these variants. And that's why the concern, are the vaccines going to still cover the variants? So that's going to be an ongoing concern. But the more people get vaccinated, the less we'll have to worry about variants. Right now, it's Delta. Over 99% of the infections in this country are Delta. So although we're listening to Omicron and getting the information, we can't get fixated on Omicron. We need to keep our eyes on Delta, because that's what's still infecting and killing people. Amen? Next slide. And this is, just a, this is just a picture that shows you that in the United States, you know, the majority of the, um, what's infecting people is Delta. It's South Africa that currently has the most Omicron, but for the most part, um, it's not the prevailing variant that's causing problems. <clears throat> and here's the concern about Omicron is that there have been a lot of changes uh, as it's evolving and trying to stay alive, there have been like 50 different mutations. So you'll, you'll hear more about that. And information is coming in day by day. So just stay tuned. But keep your eyes focused right now on you being vaccinated, you receiving a booster, and these vaccines now are still working for the Delta variant. Next slide. And then the, the last thing I'm going to talk about you know, I was, so, I was so convinced that once we started seeing children get really sick, that people would get serious, and I mean run to get the vaccines. But unfortunately, that, that's not the case. So people think, well, kids get sick with the virus. They don't really get sick. No. What we've seen with Delta is that kids can get extremely sick. And at one point, um, go on to the next slide. Um, next slide, and we'll come back to that one. That really, kids were at one point back in August, one in four, and I think this still maintained, one in four infections, one in four new cases were in children. And during a one-week period, there were like 200,000 new cases of COVID in children. And so children can get sick. Children do die. They tend to not get as sick, but who wants, nobody wants their children sick with this. Because just like adults can have what we call long COVID, meaning lingering symptoms weeks and months after the initial infection, children can too. And our children need to be sharp. They need to be able to think and learn. And we, it's, it's tough enough when you get to be my age and menopausal and kind of foggy. 
But you don't want children to be foggy. They've got to be sharp and learning and clear and have energy. So, but that long COVID can occur in children. So we, we have to be as serious now as ever before. And fortunately, the CDC has approved vaccinations for five and above, five and over. And they are the same vaccines, different dosage. Um, but I, I can't encourage you enough to, first of all, as an adult, get vaccinated. Because before this vaccine became available to our little ones, yours is the only protection they had. So as an adult, you take the step to get vaccinated and protect your household. Now your little ones can do that. And you know, I'm not um, insensitive to the fact that, you know, with children, you just want to be careful. You don't want to just do anything with them. But I also remind people that we, we immunize our kids. They get lots of vaccines, lots. Some people could question too many, but lots to protect them. So this is just one of those things that's going to have to become part of the regimen. So your five-year-old on up into teenage can get the vaccine and should get the vaccine so that they are protected, so they can assume their lives again, so they can go to daycare, so they can go to school. That is so important um, to their growth and their maturation. Next slide. This is just the slide that shows back in August, that week or two, where we were seeing over 200,000 new cases of pediatric um, COVID. Next. And here's, here is the heart-rendering part of this. Around the world, there are one and a half million kids who don't have, who lost parents and guardians. 1.5 million people around this world who as a result of COVID no longer have parents, no longer have guardians. In the United States, that's 140,000 children in this country who are basically orphans. As if we didn't have enough challenge taking care of our foster care kids. But now you have this 140,000 children in the United States who have lost their parents to this disease. We have to get more serious. We have to make sure that parents are getting vaccinated. We have to make sure that they're getting the correct, accurate information so they're not afraid to get the vaccine. Next slide. For people who say, you know, I still just want to wait, I'm just not sure about the vaccine, just be aware that we have now immunized over 8 billion people in the world. Are there adverse reactions potentially? Certainly. There, nobody's going to, if someone tells you there are none, that's not the truth. But there, there is ongoing just monitoring of different um, side effects of the vaccine, and certainly in the context of 8 billion shots being given, there is not just this rampant um, array of side effects. There are some that they're looking, and then you've heard about them, like the myocarditis in young, in young men, um, the, the clot in the brain with the J&J. &J. So there are, are adverse reactions that occur, but after giving that many shots, if there was just going to be this ongoing, lots of different severe reactions, we would know by now. So I hope that gives you some, 
some encouragement uh, that these vaccines are safe. Not perfect, but certainly safe. Next slide. And this is the last thing I'm going to say, um, and I say it with all humility. As the body of Christ, we are responsible for making sure that the things that we say are coming from a place of accurate information and that when we say things to people, that they're really based on science, not just on who knows what's going on. You know, it's clear that if you look, this is a Pew survey that was done that, that showed that there's a large, probably over 40 million evangelical Christians who just won't get vaccinated. So we know that that influences people. Um, so I'm, I'm very cautious myself. I never, because I know I'm an influencer. Everybody influences somebody. There are people that you influence. So just be careful that what you are saying to them is based on some factual information that you can duplicate, that you can demonstrate, and not just craziness. Amen? If the 48 million evangelical Christians would go ahead and get vaccinated, my God. What a, what a re reflection to the world of the selflessness of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.